Welcome to Curasolic. My name is Heiko, and I'm joined here with my buddy Evan. Earthlings. So, before we get into today's episode, here is a quick rundown of how the podcast works. So, in each episode, one of us comes up with an interesting topic that they are curious about and reveals it live to the other person in the hopes to spark a deep discussion and further our knowledge of the world around us. I'm excited, as always. <laughs> always, yes, that's great. You're excited. And uh, yeah, there's something different in the air tonight. Yeah, there is. Would you say? There is. And... You guys have to spot it. We're not going to tell you what it is. It's an Easter egg. Yeah. Some of you It's not like related Easter to the egg. topic, but anyways. <laughs> Something in this episode, video, if, you know, if you're watching us, um, that is different. And uh, if you can spot it, let us know in the comments. Yeah. We will reveal it in the next episode. Exactly. <laughs> right. But um, that aside, so you've been good? Been good. Doing How about well? you? Good, good. Not too bad. Been uh, going down a deep rabbit hole for this topic. Yeah, I heard it's going to be a very deep and philosophical one. As always. That's what we <laughs> tend to go towards. Always. Right? <laughs> but um, yeah, so uh, let us uh, begin with a little teaser to start off. Like we always do. Uh, always. Oh, I saw a cat in the corner there. Yeah, there was. Yeah. I just realized. <laughs> you just saw it. It was just peeking its eyes. Yeah. All right. So to begin with, a little like... Is that an atomic structure? <laughs> okay. Well, we'll see what it is. Yeah, sure. Um, so you see an image here, yeah. right? There's like black and white. So what do you see in that image? Uh, I see a cube with like black circles on each um corner okay but like mainly what do you see uh like what's the main thing okay. in the image the main thing in the image yeah what is what a is cube yeah a cube yeah okay so you see a cube but is it really a cube oh we're talking about like perspectives okay <laughs> getting close but basically yeah like when we look at this image right yeah. What it is, is mostly like these half black circles with like these angles. Right. You know, there's like a bunch of them. And put together, it gives us the perception that it's a cube. Yeah. But it isn't really. So what this is, this is actually called something in psychology, the law of closure. Okay. Which comes from the Gestalt School of Psychology. So this uh, school of psychology says that a lot of the things that we perceive is basically us trying to like complete the information like the lacking information yeah like fill in the gaps fill in the gaps basically like you look at this you know like that looks like a cube but even though it's missing a lot of parts yeah you know to be a cube um but this is just a teaser the topic of today is not about the law of closure or the gestalt psychology this is just to segue into the topic which is the interface theory of perception. Okay, so I, I was on something earlier. Yeah, but a bit. Okay. Yeah, with the that perspective cool. thing. Um, so yeah, this is a, a little bit of a complex topic, but I'm going to try to, you know, okay. make it easier to understand. And as you see here, another image that I've put, which is a classic, um, like, 
uh, visual illusion. Yeah, you could see them like coming closer. So what do you see in this in this image? Basically, there's two things that you see. Uh, okay, so I see two faces, and and what do you see? What I else? just see them like somehow coming in and out towards each other, like the two <laughs> okay. faces. Okay, yeah, so there are the two faces, but if you look closely in the middle, what does it look like in between the faces? Uh, a vase. Okay, sure. I can't see that, but yeah. Really? <laughs> Maybe it's just my how I'm sitting. No, but like, look at the black only. The black. Like, if you ignore the white faces. Yeah. It's a vase. Oh, a in vase. The, a vase, yeah. Oh, okay. I heard, I, say? You heard, I heard a face. Oh, face, sorry. Okay. A vase. A vase, yeah. Okay, that makes more sense, yeah. <laughs> didn't pronounce it correctly yeah so you have like these two faces that then make the shape yeah, yeah. of a vase that's cool okay um so yeah anyway so what is, but the- is it just me or they're actually like moving is that supposed uh, to happen or is that just my eyes that are weird yeah i don't know no they're not supposed to be okay. moving it's not <laughs> that type moving. of uh, okay. illusion weird. there's definitely some type of ocular <laughs> illusion going on here because it looks like they're like but that's in your head it is that is you that's <laughs> constructing that (laughs) we'll see more about that later on all right so what is the interface theory of perception so this theory basically proposes that we do not see reality for what it truly is okay okay and we have kind of touched about about this topic of reality what is reality what do we see dreams etc but basically this says that we reconstruct reality in our minds so whatever we see is basically what is a user interface for us. Okay. Like the objects that you see, the colors that you see, you that I'm seeing is my interface that I'm interacting with reality. And what you're you're receiving is not, it just depends on how you perceive it and how you want to receive it. How our consciousness is reconstructing what we're seeing. Because if I go deeper in you, you're made of cells. Go deeper, you're made of atoms. Go deeper, it's like waves and whatever, yeah. radio waves. Um, so there is more to reality than what our eyes perceive. Exactly, yeah. Right? Uh, so yeah, whatever we perceive as reality is basically a dumbed-down version of the truth. Okay? Yeah. So that's just a, an overview of this theory. So who... Um, okay, yeah, just before we go on that, like an example here. Is this man actually seeing a tomato? <laughs> or <laughs> you just put the tomato in there because you like tomatoes, don't you? <laughs> Me, I want to eat that tomato, but that's another story. <laughs> does Heiko want to eat the tomato or does he not? That's a, that's a good question, but yes. That's the most philosophical question <laughs> of them all. Should I eat the tomato or should I not eat the tomato? <laughs> that's the question. Um, but yeah, so I just put this kind of silly example to show that, you know, People would be like, well, I'm looking at this tomato. It looks like a tomato. I see it's red, round. It looks like a tomato. It must be a tomato. But that's what you're constructing in your mind with the colors that you're seeing. It's all basically in your head. Like if I close my eyes or if I'm not able to perceive with my consciousness, am I actually able to see what reality is? Yeah. Okay. It's it, it kind of comes it, back to that topic we had the other time with like we're conditioned to like seeing certain things like if we hadn't seen it before what we know about the tomato, you know what I mean? Like if someone hadn't told you this is a tomato, 
Like, uh, would you know, like, are would you actually be seeing a tomato or would you just be seeing a sphere? A, you know? Yeah, just... Well, what was that? Which episode was that where we were? Uh, the one with, I think it was philosophically the, deep. The language that shapes the thought or... Yeah. Was it that question, yeah, I think? Yeah, like something like that, yeah. Yeah, does language shape our thought or thought shape our language? Exactly, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, basically, like, you know, if you didn't have the tools with which to perceive it, exactly, you would be yeah. able to, yeah. Um, so anyway, so let's see who is behind this theory. So this was developed by a professor called Donald D. Hoffman in the 90s. <laughs> uh, Donald D. Trump. <laughs> Donald D. Yeah. No, that's Donald J. Trump. Oh, yeah. J. There you go. Close enough. Yeah. yeah. He's another type of Donald. <laughs> Intelligent one. No, I'm kidding. Um, kind of. <laughs> so he's an American cognitive scientist. He basically studies like visual perception, consciousness, evolutionary psychology, and a lot of like mathematical models to explain how we perceive reality. Like he says that there's a lot of mathematical equations that explain how we evolve, how we perceive, you know, it's not just willy nilly. I'm imagining, I'm, I'm theorizing this out of thinner. Like there are yeah. mathematical calculations uh, to explain this. Uh, kind of a, sorry, I keep jumping back to old episodes, but I feel like a lot of our ex- episodes do kind of tie into each other. Last episode on the tier list one, we talked about how calculus is like a framework to describe reality. Yes, yeah. And that's, you know, that's, that's it right there. That, that's so true, right? Or just numbers in general. Remember how we rated it really high? If it wasn't, for, Yeah, if it wasn't for like the numeral system, then we wouldn't be able to understand certain concepts and make theories uh, like this one to, you know, explain perception and it just opens up so much more of our understanding of the world it's just i mean math and equations and all that it's just everything works around it exactly yeah even if we can't understand it there's some math involved (laughs) you know even in organic biological things yeah yeah um okay so the evolution of perception so how does how how do we evolve to perceive right so evolution actually favors those who do not see reality for what it is okay so see the bigger picture see yeah well oh okay like see yeah okay yeah so basically uh, if you're seeing reality you would go extinct exactly that's what he's saying right because it's not the organisms that can see like oh my god i can see what the truth is I have unknown numbers. <laughs> it's actually those who don't know the unknown knowledge and disregard it and just focus on what is important. Like us humans, we needed to see, okay, who are the predators? You know, where is the sun? Uh, what color is the water? You know, what is going to bring me to survive? I don't need to know that water is made out of vibrations and atoms and it's like get, get the hell out of here you know yeah we saw we saw the bigger picture and we're like water is essential to survival and that's why i need it right it's not like yes exactly so yeah. through evolution we have simplified our perception of reality to help us navigate like more efficiently exactly. and survive yeah. you know if i took a freaking you know magnifying glass at everything i need to know what reality really is like some people you know they really try to focus on every little detail and really (laughs) I don't know I didn't say names but (laughs) (laughs) not targeting anyone here just you know 
but sometimes yeah it's it's better to see the bigger picture and to see what is the most efficient route you know yeah to uh progress exactly yeah because exactly like for a species to to evolve and to develop if it was so like like always specific and nitpicking all the small details and it wouldn't be able to progress right it yeah. had to envision all the different things that could advance us as a species right combined rather than just one thing and yeah like you generalize certain right. things you say okay certain types of animals that look like this you know get away and exactly. you know these kinds of foods those are poisonous i need to stay away uh you know that kind of thing it's uh so that's what helped us you know uh, survive so that's the interface yeah, yeah part of it that we developed um so it basically hides some of the reality and it reconstructs it in a way for us to survive so basically organisms that accurately perceived reality didn't survive yeah which is counterintuitive you think like well us humans we are you know the humans that we are today is because we accurately perceive the world you know we can see what things are for what they are but are you really seeing things for what they are yeah you we basically don't. found hacks life hacks exactly yeah if we would take everything from like face value then we wouldn't have survived you know we we understood the the deeper meaning behind certain aspects of our reality or our interface yeah exactly so that's that's what helped us you know go yeah. forward um so to move uh forward here <laughs> no pun intended no pun intended uh let us give an example here the love story of the australian jewel beetle and a beer bottle okay oh there's a love story with an insect and a bottle yeah there is so this is kind of an example of you know perceiving reality accurately does it help us or does it not so basically in australia there are these jewel beetles that mate with females who can't fly but they look brown dimpled and glossy okay <laughs> so mated with a bottle so what happens <laughs> is that in the wild you know humans like us they go they have a drink and they throw their bottles in the outback and then these jewels you know be uh, jewel beetles they fly around and then they see a bigger shinier glossier version so they want that hot mate <laughs> you know wow. and a lot of them just swarm onto these bottles and they try to mate with the bottles and they're just not interested in the real thing anymore it's like beetle uh, dopamine <laughs> yeah beetle <laughs> yeah, yeah it basically is beetle dopamine they're not interested in the real thing it's just yeah it's like the man who leaves the wife for the bottle you know it's just uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh this is cool um, so so what happened they were starting to go extinct so Australia had to stop making beer bottles in that shape and color with those dimples, whatever, just so they could save the species. The species, yeah. right? That's so, you know, they're not, they don't know. They're, they're just seeing, you know, a mate, like a female looks brown, dimpled, and glossy. They can't yeah. tell the difference, right? Exactly, yeah. So they were they were going extinct, you know, because they were accurately, they were like, yeah, it needs to be this color, this, this. Yeah, they were going, they were nitpicking. <laughs> <laughs> they're like yeah i want my female to be like this and have this and then it's like 
you know how it's like expectation versus reality like uh yeah <laughs> but then it turns out yeah that's how it, it turned out yeah what you didn't think why would it look for like a, a mate that's like three times its size or like four times its size uh, yeah i don't know how the bigger seemed better for them i guess for them yeah the bigger the better <laughs> <laughs> as they say as the, you the know, bigger the better they like they think you know <laughs> Um, we're gonna keep this family friendly yeah let's keep it uh, pg here but yeah so you see they were just lost they weren't really intelligent in their you know perception so this is you know an example of uh you know perceiving exactly it's not really gonna lead to survival it's a good example yeah yeah um all right so going deeper in this interface so what is this interface or what do we actually perceive so when you look at the sun the trees the people their shape and colors so those are all the interfaces and the way donald hoffman explains it he says it's like a desktop where it's an interface right mm -hmm. and the icons and everything those are the objects around yeah. you that you interact with uh, and what he also says is that space and time they're only a visualization tool. Like, yeah. they only help us navigate the world. Like, they don't... He, he doesn't want to say that they don't exist, but they only exist because we construct it. Well, it's just... It's kind of like Einstein's theory, right? As, like, relatively... I don't know if it goes against, like, history actually, or... it doesn't. It's hand-in-hand hand with it. Because yeah. Einstein's theory explains that relativity like space and time yeah. are relative to each uh each of their own perspective right so if i'm in one frame of reference i'm going to interpret space and time in one way but if you're in another frame of reference it's not constant basically. exactly so it's exactly the same as uh okay how donald envisioned it envisioned so it. i guess it falls in line yeah. uh, damn einstein he's a genius for that <laughs> he is yeah um but that's probably where he i guess took that that knowledge the, right the idea behind it and yeah. applied it to this yeah i guess it makes sense yeah so for him yeah space and time it's just basically it's constructed in our minds the way we construct reality it, it's basically like the stage exactly. on which yeah. everything happens and then when einstein like started coming up with these theories he got a lot of pushback because um initially they thought that it was actually one common frame of reference and that like light and time are constant okay. but then he came out and said no it's actually the opposite the frame of reference is not constant it just depends on the perspective and the observer the perspective yeah exactly and then okay he got a lot of pushback for that but turns out he was right he was right okay and to kind of segue into the next point here and he explains that it's us the conscious agents basically humans animals that are the ones that reconstruct reality in their minds yeah. because without it reality is not what we think it is exactly you know because we only see reality with our eyes as soon as i close it i, I can't see it i can't really see what behind the curtain what is yeah. actually there exactly because if i did i wouldn't survive yeah <laughs> that's that's what he's saying like i feel like this theory is kind of like a another way of looking at Einstein's theory, actually, and mm. it's a different but interesting way of like interpreting it. It's okay. another perception, or well, I guess, yeah, you yeah, could, yeah. It's another interface with, with uh, exactly because you're you're comparing, for example, like eyes open versus eyes closed, but you could also look at it more of like on a like in a physical manner. Let's say I'm 
on earth yeah how do i perceive reality compared to you for example that's in a spaceship and flying over me wow. are you going to perceive reality the same no you won't right no yeah exactly you're going to be you're going to time it's, is going to be slower it's, it's, for you time is going to be accelerated for me on earth okay yeah, yeah in that sense yeah that th then we go into like physics exactly but it's it's interesting because it, it kind of draws two different ways of looking at it but mm. it actually means the same thing because at the end of the day it comes to the observer exactly That's down to the observer down yeah. to the observer yeah which is yeah uh but there's there's a thing that people can um confuse this with and it's a concept called solipsism i don't know if you've ever heard of that i've heard of it solipsism is basically saying that nothing exists besides the self okay as in we've kind of the touched ego. <laughs> Uh, yeah yeah the ego is included in that yeah <laughs> but i mean uh, i think we kind of we've we have touched upon this saying that does reality exist outside my eyes like if i'm closing is reality there yeah you know so solipsism says everything exists because it's a figment figment of my imagination whereas this theory doesn't says doesn't say that you know what you're seeing is you know, you're just creating this in your head and it doesn't exist. No. He says, if I close my eyes, there are other conscious agents that are still experiencing. Exactly. It's just the observer, right? It's, yeah. If you're closing your eyes, you're not experiencing really what's happening on the outside. But if I have my eyes open, I could still interpret what reality is presented in front of me. What right? reality? Yeah. Like the reality itself is there. It's just being experienced by multiple conscious agents. Yeah. As he says right uh, so that's the kind of difference between the solipsism and uh, this concept so yeah examples of interfaces right so just to do like metaphors so people can understand so like a computer desktop right you see an icon it's a yellow icon it looks like a folder you think it's a folder but is it really a folder you zoom in it's a pixel you go back it's electric, you know, circuitry, yeah. diodes, resistors, uh, ones and zeros. Ones and zeros, binary. Right. But do I need to know that to be able to click on the folder, save my file, and do my work? Yeah. No, because it's just why do you need to think that deep, right? Like, you don't. Yeah. To get the job done, you're like, all right, let me just click on this freaking folder and yeah. do what I have to do. But but that's what he's saying. He's, that, he's saying the way we perceive the world is that we've basically made things as icons. This is a light, this is a person, that's a tree, so that we can interact with it yeah. without, you know, <laughs> going insane. It's almost like we're, we're making like an association, right? You're associating like a certain object yeah. to like a, like something it, it does or yeah. like a, a function. A fun yeah. Like kind of like when you're training a dog, you're like, uh, you're showing him a treat and then he associates the treat, to, treat to, to something like it's just kind of like by like association yeah different associations yeah yeah that's what it is so the the desktop he says is like space and time that's like the stage bare ground yeah. and then the icons is the material world around us and another example he gives is a video game just like in gta you know right you run around you see a car you have a gun you shoot you think it's all real and you take it seriously, but is it again? <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's, it's just it's all software behind that just, you know, creates yeah. that world. And this kind of ties in with like the Matrix as well. It does. When you think about it. So the in the Matrix movie, right? They the people when they live their normal life, they're in the Matrix. 
but then you get pulled and then yeah. you come into the real reality so which reality is the real one right you know point, is yeah. is their reality really right. the real just, one we don't know but you know is our reality right now kind of a matrix are we in a simulation <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> um yeah that's like far beyond the you know our comprehension um we don't know yeah we might be yeah but that's kind of those, those <laughs> questions are kind of like, like who knows but it, it that's the thing it comes down to this right does like, it matter does to it know? matter my interface like you call it yeah. or whatever i'm interacting with is here for a reason i guess mm -hmm. like why do i need to understand if it's, there's a simulation behind it right like how yeah, but yeah that's the thing how am yeah. i gonna survive if i know that that information like it's not gonna help me that much more yeah so know? that's why me too i find the question of simulation a bit you know kind of silly um but just to explain a bit more about the video games so in a video game right um to progress you need to like collect points you need to like complete certain objectives so you can progress so just the same way in life what you need to do is find good food stay in health find a mate you know so you can progress Procreate. yeah if you just you know go around moosing and just aimlessly like not doing your objective it's like a video game you're not yeah. gonna progress so yeah. that's how we i guess i guess too. video games are kind of like a transcription of of reality right like people that come up with a video game are just like how do how do we interpret life and they kind of put it in a game in a game yeah so just like so many other things right like the matrix movie right mm. the, Ma the matrix movie is just it, it kind of reflects how humans always try to figure out more right like what is there that meets the eye that we're not seeing kind of thing like is there more to our reality and the matrix movie that's what it the, does right it it explores it like questions exactly questions what we think that we know as reality is it really reality exactly yeah. that's that's what it is and that's what we do right like we, i was just talking about simulation stuff well in the movie the matrix like it's kind of that that's, you know like it's basically that yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 um so just before we end a couple of questions uh but we were kind of talking about this here we sort of answered this so if the interface tool if the interface is a tool that we use to interact with reality what is the true reality then what what is behind this interface okay so if the interface is the tool we use to interact with reality mm -hmm. what is true reality yeah well that comes down to i guess just the observer again right like how how are you no no but what i mean like you know you know a computer you're using a desktop an interface you know windows whatever you're interacting yeah. with it but what's behind that you know what is actually reality in that okay. sense well well we know in a computer we say oh it's the pixels it's the you know atoms whatever okay but like think of the desktop and icons as i said as space and time yeah and the materials as like the icons okay so what is beyond that like behind that what is actually reality in your opinion okay the the what the is actually okay it's a good question the professor doesn't even have the answer by the way i'm just asking this yeah as like, as exactly like i don't think i have an answer either nobody just, has yet but that's the thing i guess it, it depends kind of comes back to what i was trying to say earlier where it just depends where you stand it just depends what you interpret as reality 
your reality could be okay the icons are my reality yeah but my reality could be no it's actually the binary behind the <laughs> binary. you know what i mean uh, yeah, yeah, yeah or then the next guy could be like no no it's the it's the yeah the atoms, atoms. that make up the computer that's yeah. reality yeah but the professor that uh, donald hoffman he says even down to the physics of it right when we say the quantum atoms yeah. whatever those are still icons yeah, on our exactly. desktop yeah right i yeah, i get it no. because it's still part of the interface he means yeah there is something behind the interface but we still haven't like taken off the interface and yeah seen. it's just as god <laughs> but yeah let's just say uh, yeah at this point who is god <laughs> uh yeah so we still don't know i don't know if we ever will because how can we like go behind the computer if we need the interface to see yeah you, you know what i'm saying yeah you, you know this i just this brings up something i used to think about when i was younger uh. you know how like when you're young like your parents always push you to like get a diploma and whatever yeah and then they're like oh once you get your diploma you're gonna be successful and then but in my head i was like this diploma like what is it it's a piece of paper you know like what does what it mean it? for real like is okay does it really equate to success or it was i don't know it just came up in my head like that like yeah you like questioned it further i questioned than, the yeah like okay it's a paper piece of paper, piece of paper yeah <laughs> it's it's an agreement it's basically a societal kind of agreement that everyone's done that you go through this exactly. process, you it's, get this paper, and that signifies right. something. And that society that agreed, it's society as a whole that agreed that like the paper means something. Yeah. But does it really mean something? No, exactly. exactly. Objectively, it doesn't. Objectively, it doesn't. Like, <laughs> just like, you know, money. Does money have yeah, value? What, no. What is money? It's the same. Like, it's just, it depends how you observe what you're seeing or what you're doing. And he says that, you know, if we both look at a tomato, we both see a tomato. How is that, you know? He says, exactly. because evolution has evolved in a way that humans use the same interface. Basically, Basically yeah. we all use Windows <laughs> in real yeah, life. Well, yeah, we don't some have of us some... are on Linux, some of us are on Windows. Most of us are on Windows. Yeah, yeah, most of us are on Windows. Maybe if you find some, you know far lost tribe somewhere that <laughs> back to the tribes <laughs> <Back> to the tri <laughs> we're always shitting on the tribe <laughs> sorry for any indigenous people watching. <laughs> uh, like comment and subscribe if you have internet <laughs> um no we're just joking don't take us serious um but yeah what i'm saying is that most of us use the same interface you see a tomato i see a tomato yeah. we share the same because we evolved that way um but what was i saying um yeah, so it's like an agreement, you know, in that sense with your diploma. Yeah, the interface. it's just an agreement. Yeah, it's a good way to put it. It's, it's just, that. yeah, we evolved to interpret basically some of the icons in our interface. And we kind of all agree on what they are. What they are, yeah. But at the end of the day, we don't actually know what they are. We just think We just that. agreed on yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just like, you know, with the languages that we use, you know, why do I speak in English why don't I just say bah, bah, gotta go. <laughs> exactly? Yeah. What is English like? Just, it's just something we agreed on. Yeah. That we use and as that we part of our each interface. Other. Yeah. Yeah, it's like. Uh, yeah, it's like it's two, the OS language. It's the OS. Yeah. <laughs> it's the programming uh, yeah. language. Um, but anyways, yeah. So the second question here. So, is there any use 
to even see what reality actually is. We were kind of like saying, no, there isn't. So do we still stand on that? I guess we go back to the simulation point, right? Like, is there a point in understanding it? Not really, you know. But um, could it unlock even more just secrets, more curiousaholic episodes? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, yeah. I mean, what what is the nature of human is to seek and to discover and to be curious. Exactly. That's the whole reason we have this podcast, right? And even the the, um, the professor himself, he says, he says, I don't know what reality the truth actually is. He says it might be something that's not very nice or it's a bit scary or I don't know. But he says, I'm still looking forward to finding it because it could unlock more... Yeah, I guess, but I guess it depends how you want to look at it, right? Like, is it? But it, it's not necessary to like it, lead our lives. That's what I was lives. gonna say, right? Like, like I how guess. necessary is it? Like, I'm sure there is pertinence to figuring out if we're living in a simulation, and it would unlock like secrets mm-hmm. and you know more debates on this type <laughs> of thing and whatever. But is it necessary to our survival in the current interface that we have, kind of thing? You know, not really. So maybe it's not necessary for now. <laughs> But maybe as we evolve as humans, maybe then... Yeah. Once we have, like, memory chips, like, in our brains and... <laughs> once we've become freaking cyborgs and we can computate, you know? Yeah, once Neuralink, like, you know, implants those chips. <laughs> Everyone's implanted. <laughs> yeah. Born with an implant. <laughs> Not excited for that. I'm born with an implant. <laughs> born with an implant. <laughs> um... Yeah, it's kind of like the same as, you know, do we need to go to Mars yet? Yeah, it comes down to that. It just depends. I I guess it depends on that person's, like, perspective, right? If he thinks it's necessary, then go for it, I <laughs> go guess. Go for it, yeah. <laughs> but well, if I, like, you know. Yeah, it's not, it's not necessary per se. It's just well, that's what humans do. We just seek and find and yeah. keep uh, discovering. And I do think that it would unlock even more unknown knowledge <laughs> unknown knowledge yeah um but yeah is it necessary to survive right now no we've done pretty damn well right by creating this interface by generalizing things by having these life hacks to be able to progress so <clears throat> no i think i think we're doing pretty good so far so hopefully hopefully we don't go extinct <laughs> some other stupid reason <laughs> but yeah uh, endocrine disrupting chem- uh yeah that's gonna be the end of chemicals yeah. <laughs> human race that's the end right there oh damn those little sperm cells <laughs> so tiny i'm tiny but mighty exactly yeah right. that's the motto <laughs> um anyway so to close things off right just to kind of sum up so reality is something that is far beyond the capabilities of our perception there's more that we don't know uh, seeing the truth is not what helps us progress. Is actually not seeing the truth and just, you know, bypassing that that makes us progress. Um, whatever reality that exists, it exists because of our consciousness. Like you said, the observer with Einstein. Yep. Uh, and to navigate this world, we have our interface that reconstructs things and make us, you know, understand reality better and control, you know, our life, the universe, and everything. So that was a cool topic. Yeah, yeah, you liked it. I liked it. Not too weird and convoluted. No, it was pretty weird, but <laughs> it was pretty. <laughs> it was pretty weird, but like it, it, 
we brought up some good points and I kind of reflected on what um, this person Donald was saying in his mm. theory to some things I was thinking about in my own life, like the thing with the diploma. With the diploma, yeah. Kind of in kind other of ties aspects. In. Yeah. So of like the meaning of certain things, you know. Is yeah, there just, an inherent yeah, objective? Just, just figuring out why things are like that in society. Like mm. why do they have to be that way? Well, that's just because of how we're, you know, we always try to figure out meaning to certain things or put like functions to different uh, aspects of our lives. Like what's the point of this pillow in front of me or what's the, you know, like so many things. It's to be comfy. <laughs> yeah, it's to be comfy. But yeah. We just... constantly try to seek <clears throat> meaning and exactly make something out of what we perceive. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, I think that sums it up pretty well. Um, yeah, I know it was a bit of maybe a bit of a weird topic. Did did it make you question reality? Um, well, that was a point. So you did a good job on that. Yeah, it was good. Um, yeah, it just makes you see things, no pun intended, differently. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so thank you guys for watching. I uh, hope you guys like this episode. So we try to release an episode uh, every week or so. As much as we can. Um, If you're watching us on YouTube, leave a comment, like, and subscribe if you'd like to. Uh, We also release our episodes on all the streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, um, you know, all that good stuff. Yeah. Don't forget to figure out what's different about this video. Oh, yes. Leave a comment once you you figured it out, and you might win a prize. Oh, my God. You probably won't. But yeah. <laughs> We're starting to give up prizes now. We're not making that much money yet to be. <laughs> hey, they don't have to know that. That's our reality. Oh, that's our reality. <laughs> that's, you know, you only watch us through the screen. We only exist on the screen. Exactly. All right. Behind that, different. Anyway, so catch you guys next time. Catch you guys on the next one. Thanks, Thanks for a lot. Watching. Bye. Bye.